Welcome to Life is a Journey, Detours Included. Hi, I'm Reverend Janice Chrysler, and I am excited to be sharing this time with you, where together we will explore the journey of the soul. What if we were to take a detour down a road less traveled, one called past lives? What experiences would we uncover there? Would these stories trigger something in your own cell memory? Come along with me as together we discover life is a journey, detours included. Episode 1. Just one trip or many? That was one of many questions that have run through my mind since childhood. If anyone had have told me 15 years ago that I would be doing a podcast, I would have shown a very blank look on my face, mostly because I would have had no idea what a podcast even was. But to tell me that I would be doing it on the topic of past life regression? Let me tell you a bit about my personal journey, and perhaps it's similar to yours. I can honestly say I was aware at a very young age that I would be doing something spiritual with my life. Although at that time I thought more church-related because that was the extent of my spiritual knowledge. After all, I was only 10. I recall one night at the age of 10, lying in my bed, with the light of the full moon streaming over my body. And as I laid there, I asked the big questions. Why am I here? Where will I go when I die? How can a God be infinite? And what about that universe? There's just so much of it. I remember closing my eyes with these questions racing through my mind, one after the other. Then there was a moment when the questions seemed to go away and I was surrounded with countless numbers of stars and planets. I was floating in the darkness and silence of the universe. It was peaceful. I couldn't feel my physical body, but there I was, at first alone, and then I felt as though I was one of many traveling through time and space. It seemed so natural. It wasn't a dream, at least not like others I had experienced, but it felt more like my questions were being answered. Then the question of what and who the soul was came into my mind, and at that very moment I seemed to pick up an unmeasurable speed, or rather the stars did. I felt as though I was suspended in time, but the universe was whizzing by me in warp speed. You know, like the opening scene of Star Trek. It was amazing. However, my 10-year-old self could not grasp what this meant and fear set in. It was at that moment I plunged quickly back into my physical body and awoke <gasps> with a gasp. I had a fearful knot in my stomach. It took me a while to actually go to sleep that night, but I never forgot that experience. And as a matter of fact, I heard a voice tell me that one day I would understand. Every once in a while, something would trigger this memory, so I would ask those soul questions again. Looking back, 
I honestly feel I had an out-of-body experience, astral projecting into the universal consciousness, perhaps. There was a restlessness in me as a child, almost wanting to skip over this part of life and get on to do the adult things. I felt I had something I needed to do, and it couldn't be done as a child. I would hear people say to my mom that I acted like a grown-up or ask grown-up questions. Not to say I didn't do childlike things and enjoy them, but I had a lot of time on my own to think, to question, and often feel there was more to the spiritual side of things than what I was being taught, and yet not knowing what that was. I cannot recall talking about any of this with childhood playmates. I just assumed that these were private thoughts that everyone had. It wasn't actually until a few years ago, after speaking of this, I had a woman tell me that the average child doesn't think about these things, and my reply was, really? As I grew, I became very involved in whatever church I was attending, always taking on leadership roles, whether it was through Sunday school, youth groups, choir, or serving on committees. I always had questions, though, which I'm sure aggravated more than pleased a few people, but what can I say? I'm that type of person that likes to know why we're doing something. Why do we do the rituals we do? Why don't we do other ones? Why do we believe what we do? Why do we have to say things in this order? I'd been brought up not to question things when it came to religion, but rather to just believe it and follow the flock. I always had questions, though. I was searching for what was right, wrong, good, and bad in the eyes of God. That's all I was trying to do. But I had so many questions, and I was being told not to question, just to believe. But believe in what? When I got older, I understood that it was more that people were uncomfortable in questioning life and the soul because they didn't have any answers. And if I asked the questions, that got them to thinking and they didn't want to have to come up with an answer. I began to realize that there were a lot of different trains of thoughts on these things in the world. That was when I had to ask myself what made how I thought the right way, and what about everyone else? After all, if we all thought we had the answers and everyone else were not right, man, that didn't make any sense either. And it didn't seem fair that we only had one kick at the universal can of life to get things right. That is when I decided to step out of my religious comfort zone and begin my own journey of the soul, to discover what was my truth and calling. I was discovering I could find bits of truth in all thought processes, and that was when I learned more about reincarnation. Now, don't get me wrong, I was blessed in having good experiences and meeting beautiful people in all the churches that I attended, and they served to give me a base for what I do today. However, there were times that I had to choose whether to go along with the group or take a stand for I felt to be my truth. That wasn't easy because I really hate confrontation, but I've come to understand that that was one of my life lessons, too to find out what my truth is, and to, then to have the confidence to stand up for myself and for others. 
I've come to understand it's all part of my growth and shaping into a spiritual leader. The more I open my mind to other ways of thinking and leaving behind the judgment, I found I was drawn to be more metaphysical in my way of looking at life. This allowed me to ask questions, get answers, then ask some more. The greatest step outside of my comfort zone came with opening to the idea that we can have more than one life. After all, if the soul itself is immortal, why couldn't it come back into another body and travel again? What if our soul's life was the one on a journey, not the physical body? And what if our life, our physical life at this moment in time, was a detour? What if we are to learn lessons, gain knowledge, ask questions, get answers, share those answers, and evolve spiritually? To me, that began to make sense. It took away so many fears of life itself. It allowed me to live in the moment. It began to answer so many questions I had once asked. This also explained for me what my spiritual mission in life was to be, showing others what I had learned and to be open to continuously learn from others as well. Before I go any further, I want to take a moment to thank you for joining me. Over the next few episodes, I will be sharing with you experiences of my own and those of friends and clients who have had a journey of the soul session. We will look at what brought them to me to uncover the past, and most importantly, the benefits from learning more about their own soul's journey. Would you like to learn more about Mindful Journey services and products? I invite you to visit my website, www.mindfuljourney.ca. While there, why not book your own Journey of the Soul session, or order through Amazon.ca or Amazon.com my books, Make It Happen, Motivation, Meditation, and Manifestation, or my newly released Sally's Closet, a story of secrets, sadness, and self-discovery. Now back to Life is a Journey, Detours Included. Before we go any further, let me provide you with a bit of background and hopefully thought-provoking ideas. As a certified hypnotherapist, I was trained in using hypnosis with clients to help them go back in time whether it was through an age regression, that's where we look at things that happened in this lifetime, or to go back even further in what is known as past life regression. I named it Journey of the Soul in my services because I like to do both. I like a client to remember back as far as they can in this lifetime, and surprisingly, some people actually remember being in the womb. And in this way, we can tap into the client's cell memory. Often when people have a fear, a repeated pattern, addictions, or anything that seems to be influencing their life today, whether that's positive or a negative influence, and they want to change a pattern, it's necessary to go back to find out where it all began. That's where hypnosis comes into play. It helps to relax the conscious mind of the physical body so we can tap into that cell memory and find the origins, find out where everything started. Of course, 
knowing this is one thing, but then being able to be open to connect its meaning to today is another. This would be a good place to have a brief chat about karma. The best place to start is by going over a few principles of the reincarnation process. Remember that we are all energy within our own temple we call our physical body. We are a spiritual being experiencing a human experience. Our purpose here on this little blue planet is to learn and grow spiritually by the life paths we choose and the events along this journey we experience. Here are three principles that influence this journey. The principle of evolution is the conditions we choose to learn our life lessons. So for example, the time period we are born into, the astrological and terrestrial time we are born, and the environmental factors such as the family we're born into, our race, sexual orientation, friends, and other associations. All these things will influence our growth. The next principle is that of free will. We are all provided with the opportunity and the ability to make our own choices, to take actions and make decisions, or not to make decisions. As a matter of fact, we can choose not to follow our life plan at all once we get here. It's like throwing out the map and just winging the trip. There are some things that cannot be changed once we take on the physical body, such as our race, our hereditary traits, and some physical conditions. However, we do have a large range of choices and courses of actions we can take within the framework of this physical form. Now the third principle is where karma comes in. How we used our free will in a previous life will determine this life's outline in regard to lessons which need to be learned in order to benefit our growth. Have you ever heard any of these sayings? Whatsoever you soweth, that shall you reap. Every action has an equal but opposite reaction. What you put out, you get back. What goes around, comes around. For every cause, there is an effect. For every effect, there is a cause. These are all sayings that are actually referring to karma. Now the name karma is from Sanskrit and its meaning is to do or to make. Everything we do or make provides an opportunity for growth. Therefore, karma is not simply a process of debts and balances or getting even, judgment and punishments. We may choose an incarnation that can be more trying than others in order to learn a specific lesson on a soul level. As we go through this life and make the right decisions and take the correct actions, doors will begin to open for us, revealing opportunities that will take us to the next level of learning. Of course, if we choose different choices and actions, we then create a different set of consequences. There's no real right or wrong, just different choices with different outcomes. A large part of being responsible is accepting the consequences, understanding that we had 
something to do with these consequences. Good or what we consider bad and being open to learn from all of them is really what our journey is about. It would be easy to blame everything that goes wrong in our lives on past actions and bad karma, but that's not how it works. It is more likely we have chosen bad actions and bad judgment now in this lifetime. Quite often we are coming into this life to continue learning in a life lesson. We perhaps died in a previous life before a lesson was learned. Perhaps we made bad choices then and something was incomplete, so we came with the purpose of learning things now. But through our own judgments and decision-making, we maybe went down the wrong path. By realizing that we could be repeating a pattern from the past, though, we are able to look at a past life and learn from the lessons there. Karma is not revengeful. It is not an eye for an eye process. It is about learning and anything you do provides opportunity for such, whether it is something from the past or something new entirely. We may have chosen to come back into the same or similar circumstances from a past life in order to make better choices this time. Again, we need to be reminded that we are each at our own level of growth so our lessons are learned differently by each of us, and the consequences of our actions will also vary. Should we misuse our free will, circumstances will unfold so that our souls can learn to use it productively. When I was giving a talk at Trent University to a group of students there, and we talked about karma and learning life lessons, I said, think of it like a video game with with endless levels. It may take you a while to get through the first level because every time you make a mistake you gotta go back and do it again. But then the next thing you know you come to this particular pattern and you know what choice to make to work through it. And then you're bumped up a level. But guess what? There's gonna be challenges there as well. But if you take the learning that you gained from level one you'll be able to work through the second level much faster and with ease. Now our life is a bit more complicated than a video game, but it's that type of process. We learn, we move up a level. We learn, we move up a level. It is not necessary for our soul to suffer in order to grow. Suffering is only good for the soul if it teaches us how not to suffer in the future. This is certainly an instant where no pain, no gain does not apply. We progress through karma when we flow harmoniously with the universe. It is so much easier to go with the flow of a river than to try to paddle against it. Once you get your soul in line with the universal flow, things will open up for you much easier and you'll begin to understand what it is you're to learn on a soul level. The purpose of karma is to act as guidance and to teach us that we cannot separate ourselves from others. Karma is revealed when the time, manner, and means is beneficial to all. You've heard it said, the higher good of all. 
That is what this means. When karma is beneficial for the higher good. The goal of karma is for learning and growth. Self-control, hard work, love, acceptance, wisdom and grace are the means to overcome any karmic problem. We must always build on previous lessons learned so we do not undo what we have already accomplished. Family and business relationships are usually our most karmic, providing us with the most opportunity for growth. In order to understand the karma relating to race, religions, nations, world, family, and of course, our personal karma, we choose to incarnate as different sexes, races, and nationalities in order to round out our universal life experience. So in other words, if you're doing a past life experience or regression, you may find that if you're a woman in this life, you may have lived a life as a male. Not everybody goes back and remembers that they were a king or a queen. Some of us were the servants. You can be from a different race, a totally different religious belief system. But every life has a lesson to be learned and is meaningful if we allow it to be. By exploring past life experiences, we begin to understand that others around us and everything around us has a much greater significance than we may have first thought. We are all connected, all of us on our own journeys and our lives intertwine. We meet up at different points. Perhaps what you're doing today will affect something on my life journey and vice versa. Perhaps listening to this podcast will open your mind to ask yourself the question, who was I before and why am I here now? By realizing this, we can begin to see the spiritual inside the physical and in doing so, open our own lives up to new opportunities. Remember that we are all here for a reason and whether we like to admit it or not, we had a part in the plan on being who we are and where we are at this moment in time. Like any good explorer, we need to at least start out with a course in mind. Naturally, things happen along the journey, and we may need to steer in a different direction. Sometimes we get lost along the way and eventually forget the purpose of our trip. But then other times we learn from the detour and allow others and opportunities to help us get back on track. Often we come to realize that the best experiences, lessons learned, and amazing adventures came when we thought we were off course or totally lost. How awesome would it be to find an old map that showed us where we had already traveled, highlighted the good venues, and warned us of the experiences not to repeat? Well, perhaps you hold such a map in your cell memory, deep within your subconscious mind. Join me as I share with you the past life experiences of some of my clients, and of course, my own past life memories, as together we discover that life is a journey, detours included. Join me next week for Episode 2, Finding the Road to Purpose, as I guide you through the stages in a past life regression and share with you some amazing journey of the soul experiences. Make yourself comfortable, and we will begin. Start by taking a long, slow, deep breath in, and slowly, slowly relax. Allow yourself to go back in time. 
to a lifetime before this one, one that will have meaning and significance in what you are experiencing You will observe today. this lifetime as you would a photo album. You will remember all that you see.